invisible and spy on people. Tom, why don't you work on making that sandwich disappear? For fathers like mine, the world teems with danger, so they are mindful at all times of an emergency escape plan. The first thing my father does at a movie theater, aside from pulling out a bag of microwave popcorn that he has made at home, I just saved myself five dollars, is to find a seat closest to the emergency exits and scan the room for sprinklers. You laugh, but you won't laugh when your lungs are full of smoke and you can't find a means of egress. The trunk of his car is a mobile panic room, loaded with flares, blankets, and energy bars. On airplanes, there is no need to remind my father that the nearest emergency exit may be behind you. He already knows. My dad has been married for 54 years to my mother. At this point, they are entwined like the braided ficus tree that grows in their living room. All phone conversations are conducted jointly. If my father answers the phone, he will order me not to say anything until my mother can run upstairs and pick up the extension. We wait in silence until we hear her voice. They share an email account as well, prompting me to address the both of them as a general you, as in, do you want ham for Easter brunch? My mother, Judy, a classic steel magnolia, is a former head cheerleader and beauty pageant winner who reigned as 1960s oil queen of Citronelle, Alabama. As crude oil was one of the area's natural resources, a small oil derrick was affixed to her crown. My mother is regal to this day, sending waiters scurrying with the command that her coffee be scalding hot, please. She is always beautifully put together. Makeup is applied directly after waking, and never once have I seen her slop around the house in pajamas, even if she is sick. My mother introduced many whimsical southern phrases to the baffled kids in our New Jersey suburb, among them the threat to slap me upside the wall. She raised her three girls with southern propriety. We were instructed to answer the phone with, Dunn residence, Jancy speaking. After dinner, we were told to announce, I enjoyed it, excuse me please. Her grandkids are astonished to hear these historical facts about their fun, silly gran who sprays whipped cream into their open mouths and will happily draw a mustache and goatee on her face with magic marker. Ooh, kids, here comes the UPS man. Let's freak him out. When it's time for the grandchildren to leave after a visit, they can hardly wait for my mother to produce what she calls Grand's Bag of Swag. She dumps it out with a flourish. Technicolor cheese balls, beef jerky, econo-sized slabs of licorice, tubs of taffy. There's everything but a jar of corn syrup for swigging. My sisters and I call it Grand's Bag of Petroleum and Animal Byproducts. Grand sure loves her scotch, Sylvie likes to say admiringly. Before dinner, her favorite ritual is to sit placidly between my parents on their couch, her with a cup of milk, them with sizable tumblers of scotch, all mechanically and contentedly munching goldfish crackers. While Tom looks on with what I hope is a scent, I tell the elders of our extended clan about my venture. It immediately sets off an impassioned discussion. Heather's voice rises above the din as she describes her most recent fight with Rob. It was a Saturday morning before their son's day-long soccer tournament, and the two boys were rampaging through the house. Laundry moldered in the hamper, the kitchen counter and stovetop were coated with a gritty film of pancake batter, and a stack of bills teetered on the kitchen table. That's when Rob decided to watch a movie on his iPad, Heather says. He just plopped down on the couch, doo-dee-doo. Doo-dee-doo is the universal sound effect for a happy-go-lucky person. As with everything that happens in my family, people who can generate gigabytes of reply-all email on topics such as, should Dinah get quartz countertops? 
Heather's tail prompts an energetic round robin. My father. Heather, why can't you give Rob a break? My mother. But when are they supposed to get everything done? These things don't happen on their own. You have to plan them. My father. We raised three girls and managed to get things done, but we still had plenty of time to relax. My mother, hotly. We? You were gone on business trips half the time. I was the one who managed to get things done. Make no mistake. Note, my mother is getting angry about events that took place nearly half a century ago. Rob, my feeling is, do we have to be working all the time? The laundry can wait until the next day. I swear, I feel like I'm an employee at a big box store, and I have to be jumping up and straightening the merchandise at all times or I'm going to be fired. Can't we just rest on a Saturday, even for a few hours? Patrick, not for nothing, but I think that's reasonable. Rob, honestly, I'm just so beat sometimes that doing